What's up, everyone? Welcome to China Mi'kmaq. I'm your host, Christopher Kong. In this podcast, we help you to understand China through its people. In each episode, I chat with a different person from China to talk about their stories, attitudes, and life in China. Through this micro lens of real people, real stories, we hope that you can gain a macro understanding about China beyond the news headlines. This episode is part of a series on Chinese consumers. We chat with a range of industry professionals and pick their brain on the latest consumer trends in China. In today's episode, I speak with John Tsar. John is a business development leader in the market research industry, currently working for the London-based firm Euromonitor. He works with multiple clients in China, both local and global. Their combined turnover runs into tens of billions of dollars. We talked about how he supports these clients, including helping Chinese giants to navigate expanding domestically versus expanding overseas. Another topic we dived into was the difference in mindset and operations between global multinational companies in China and local Chinese companies. Enjoy the show. Now I'm primarily work for a few clients, and most of them are local, uh, like uh, Anta, the sports sportswear uh, company, Anta and uh, Mengniu. Local dairy company, and uh, I also uh, oversee some like uh, uh, big brands like Coca Cola and AB InBev. Uh, normally, uh, there's ten company in, on my territories. The the key solutions for our company is um, uh, brand empowerment. We can you can see a lot of advertisement in China that is endorsed by by us. We give them a market claim. That's just a brand empowerment. And second thing is we help brand and companies to go overseas. That's the mm-hmm. second part. Like uh, Anta, Maidia, and Mengniu, they are very strong enough. Uh, uh, especially on this year, you know the the current like uh, situation in China is not that good. Most of brand they have the 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 growth needs, so they have to expand their self network. Southeast Asia, Africa are the key areas those brands are are looking on. So one of our key solutions to help um, the company to go overseas. The second thing. And the 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 main uh, like uh, the conversations are sales is the market strategy, uh, like research, what we call it ad hoc research. Normally, we will provide market sizing and competitor analysis or just distribution analysis. Those three things are the most uh, common we cooperate with our clients right now. Right. So, if we can zoom in on that second topic mm-hmm. on yeah. helping Chinese brands and Chinese companies go overseas, mm-hmm. 
uh, I sense uh, they may see very big uh, opportunities in this space. Yes. I'm wondering if you can share more about any observations you have about the situations that these mm -hmm. Chinese companies are in um, uh, or the opportunities that they're yeah. trying to pursue. Okay. Um, as far as I see, uh, uh, on last year or even uh, before the COVID-19, most of the companies except uh, consumer electronics and consumer appliances industry, they does not or they does not show a strong willingness to go abroad. The reason is, um, I quote from anti-originals, China market is so huge and this grows so fast. So our, our primary responsibility is grow in China and uh, go overseas there's lots of uncertainty and risky so we were not looking at it but nowadays those companies turn to us and see what do you suggest uh, if you want to move or uh, put overseas market as our one of our key priorities in, in the next three or five years that's the uh, key things that shift over these two years, except for this year, uh, especially on this year. Mm. And, and normally those um, brands and companies uh, who has a vision to go abroad, they will, they will leverage um, the, uh, the, they will leverage the self networks, uh, especially on e-teller. So that's, that's the reason why Southeast, uh, Southeast Asia is the key market they will first look at because they, they can they can they can put their uh, like um, product uh, into the lava uh, uh, like uh, local retailers. How what was that name? Uh, Shopee. 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 Shopee or Lazada. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah Lazada. They they doesn't need to invest that much. They just put their product on the websites and the, the people uh, in local will buy from them, buy from them. And the, the first thing, and second thing they will, they will further to look at is fund some like distribu distributor in local, they will need us to further expand their sales network on offline channels. Mm. Normally two steps. Right. Okay. Once their their Very... products have sales like outcome in local, they will they will further investigate and try to find a, mm. a, a qualified uh, like distributor in local. Mm -hmm. In when you say local, you mean in the overseas mm -hmm. non-Chinese market? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Indonesia, uh, Philippines, Thailand. Yeah. Got it. Fascinating. And so you are you have worked and are working with both big Chinese companies as well as big multinational uh, companies. Yeah. Yes. Do you see? Um, I'd love for you to share with the audience what the similarities are between these organizations and the people in these organizations? 
as well as what the differences are. Uh, I'm sure you have many insights into this. Yeah, the multinational, because uh, we're, we're a multinational company as well. Mm. So the multinational like um, uh, Coke and AB InBev, normally they, they have very clear KPI. Mm. So and normally, well, riches have a, a very detailed uh, research brief for it. So you can start work on their brief. It's very clear. Mm -hmm. uh, well, for local companies, they normally don't know what to do. Mm. They need you to have uh, maybe a couple rounds of discussions that you propose what they should do. Mm. That's the key differences I, I, I think it's the local with multinational companies even for now yeah um, for local uh, wow the most of the revenue a project is coming from local mm. as they are keen to understand the market but for the most of uh, for most of the like market intelligence um, for them is totally blank. Mm. They never searched or they never uh, informed a solution before. So mm. we are start to building from them. Mm. And we have a very close, uh, like um, cooperation relationship with them because they trust you. Once they, once your report, uh, when their trust, the good effects gonna continue of a multinational company, uh, maybe due to uh, the the like uh, uncertainty of Chinese economy, their investment on China is um, um, not that much, or their confidence their confidence levels uh, not that much high compared with their previously. So, their on research part, they're professional. They they know what to do. So what what you uh, what our 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 jobs is to get the uh, missing information part. They have their own decision to make. Mm. So this is these two things are, I think, is the key differences. Those are really interesting observations, mm -hmm. uh, John. And if I can follow up on one point, I mean, really interesting observations that global multinational companies might mm -hmm. have clearer KPIs yeah. or clearer objectives, while the local Chinese companies might be less certain about what to do and seeking your help, your advice on what to do. I think um, local company, uh, the, the contacts in local company, mm. that's smart. They mm. don't want to do a bold or risky decisions. Mm. And sometimes, because uh, in local company, they the the KPI settings are not that mature. Mm. Sometimes you can count on strategy. Sometimes you can count on uh, market research. <laughs> but which department lead the conversations? Mm. The less you do, the the, the you can make less mistakes. Mm. So, in local company, most of the BU uh, I sense they are um, they focus on the boss, the big boss. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's the reason why most of the local company, it, once they found you, they will ask you a question. What is the outcome? If, if, I, uh, if we have this cooperations, so mm. what we can get from this cooperations, from this, from this research, that's the reason why we have a product, brand empowerment. Most of the, the clients for, the, for this solution is the local company. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I can send you a couple of cases because uh, th- this solution is very direct. Hmm. Right. It's to help client to claim they're the market leader. Hmm. This is the revenue contributors for our company. This product is contributes uh, the margin of this products as uh, around I guess seventy to eighty percent. Can you imagine? Normally, market research twenty five percent, twenty percent around. This is a very high profit margin, and this and this have very high market needs for our clients. Because mm. the boss wants to have a a a, a bigger and ambitions. Normally, they will reach the. Uh, there's a company called Te Lao Te. Have you? What what um what product or service does that company provide? Trout Partners. Have you have you ever heard of this company? Uh, perhaps you could share with us more about that company. Okay. Yeah. What what they uh, need us to do is to. Uh, conduct a market research and claim they are the number one in in China or in the world. Okay. Yes. And they can put that into their advertisement. Mm. It sounds it's like the stakeholders you are dealing with are quite practical people. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Over the 10 years and really the past five years we've seen local chinese brands uh mm-hmm. grow much faster than multinational brands mm-hmm. um why do you think what do you think has enabled them to 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 grow so fast um i think is um uh, how, how to say is uh is um is, is, is a law that happened in Japan and uh, South Korea. And the, it naturally uh, ca- uh, happened in China. Because when once country's economy uh, growing a certain, age, a certain uh, stage, its people has been, has been its face for their own product. Like um, in apparel industries, in consumer appliances, consumer electronic industries, those those industries are, I think, it's, um, it's local dominant. While for the maybe uh, the food, especially for baby nutrition, it's still dominated by uh, MNC brand. Mm. 
while this this still have a like local still have lots of room to take because it's a very natural because people have uh, gained confidence and love towards to this uh, country for their own brand. I think that's is the primarily uh, 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 um, how to say some um, the source for, for the local brand to grow, and 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 you know the 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 local brand has grow now they have a they used to be product driven. They used to keen to uh, like to care about their machines, their product lines, but now they turn to their uh, uh, into the how to market their themselves. So you can see there's a lot of, uh, um, I think net, uh, net brand have, uh, like releasing on internet. They don't have a product line. They just have an idea. They have a slogan. They can they can make their own brand. So this is more westernized or modernized, just like Nike or L'Oreal. I think that's the two things. Okay, thanks for sharing, John. That brings us to the end of our episode with John. On our Instagram account, you can find more information about some of the topics we covered today, including the Chinese companies that John mentioned. This has been China Mi'kmaq. Thanks for joining us. If you found value from today's show, there are three things you could do. First, you could give us a rating. Second, follow us on Instagram at China Micmac. Third, you could share this episode with a friend. And while you're at it, tell them how much you appreciate them. I'd like to share how grateful I am for Susie on audio production. Thanks, Susie. Be sure to tune in to our next episode on China Micmac. Until then, bye for now.